Christmas or happy holidays or how's it going to all of you out there in internet land and welcome to the odd dead out podcast uh, holiday edition <laughs> if this is your first time listening thank you very much Normally, this is not the music that would be playing here. <laughs> Normally, and even this week, I think, I share my funny little stories and tales of whatever the hell's going on in my life. Uh, plus, I make fun of a lot of weird news stuff and typically wrap it all up in this nice little Christmas bow. See where I'm going with the theme this week? That I like to call recommended listening podcast I think you need to be checking out. So, here is, I'm, I've, I've said in the past that I do not come up with the, a theme for any given episode. Um, even though Christmas is next Monday, and at the time this is going out, Yule is tomorrow. And... <clears throat> I honestly did not go into this with that in mind of, hey, I'm going to do a, a Christmas show in part because one, we don't celebrate Christmas, two, everybody's doing them, and it kind of doesn't fit with me. But, as as the the fates would have it, the news was full of stuff that just threw me into, uh, let's do a Christmas show. <laughs> the news dictates what I talk about. Uh, I don't go looking for a thing. And this week, the news was all Christmassy. And I and I get, yes, it's, of course, they're going to be putting out Christmas news stories and all that stuff because it's coming up on Christmas. But, you know, some, and yes, I, I take liberties with what I will, I, I, I'll put things at a stretch. But, I'm, I'm changing things up today. Since I'm doing a Christmas show, there is no jackass of the week, although you might be able to pick your own out of some of these. Um, and instead of a regular recommended listening feature, I'm actually just going to, I'm, I'm basically going to give you a list of some podcasts that I listen to, some I've featured already, some I haven't, uh, that are doing mm, off of the usual uh, Christmas episodes or holiday episodes, depending on uh, kind of the style of the show, but I will get all to all of that later. But first off, like I said, uh, we don't celebrate Christmas. Um, I've, I've, I've recently, well, it's two months ago, not to think about it. Um, but we kind of came out of the broom closet around Halloween and we are, uh, we, we, we don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Yule, and if you're familiar with Yule, it's basically the much, much older holiday than the standard Christmas, where a great deal of the traditions came from, including you know the Christmas trees and the presents and great big feasts and a lot of you know, the vast majority of the traditions that people follow at Christmas time actually stemmed from Yule, which is a yeah, you know, the, the celebration of the winter solstice and moving from, and, and then, you know, the new year and lots of all of that. And so, uh, forgive me if I'm, if I'm a little, eh, right now, uh, it's cold. It's starting to feel winter <laughs> and I'm still, I, I, you know, you may or may not hear, I've still got kind of a cough. Meds are not fun. 
in in the spirit of it's a holiday show, I decided, hey, salted caramel, that's a kind of a holiday-y flavor. So instead of having my normal like dark roast coffee in my my giant mug in front of me, I have this salted caramel Pepsi. And I thought, hey, it can't be that bad. And it also can't be that good either. So and, uh, I'm going to drink it on principle because I paid for the damn thing. But yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm going to hand off the other one that I bought because if, if I'm going to buy one, I'm going to buy two. So I bought two. So I'll probably pass it off to my tech tonight at work or something. That all being said, <laughs> it's like enough about sodas. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, for us, we don't, we don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, we, we basically follow a lot of the same traditions. You know, we, we have a tree, but our tree is just like a little potted plant tree that we, sits on top of, we have kind of a, uh, we call it an armoire, but it's kind of a, I guess it's probably the closest I could describe it. We just call it our red box, but it's like a kind of a cabinet, a uh, standing cabinet. And we set it there and we'll put all, like, we'll give, you know, boys get presents and all this and that's all done. And we'll kind of surround the whole thing with, with presents and all this stuff. But for us, we will actually be doing all of this tomorrow. And, and I, and I know it perplexes some of our, our family when we're putting up pictures on social media of our boys opening presents, uh, almost a week before, uh, Christmas. And then, you know, some of my, my, my sisters all, you know, get it. And they're like, yeah, it's Yule. We do everything on Yule. And like, my parents, nah, not so much. And they would much rather we open presents on Christmas. I'm like, whatever. Sometimes stuff doesn't open it doesn't arrive until Christmas, and so they get to open then you usually end up opening stuff on Christmas Day anyway. But, you know, we we still do, you know, like big you know, you normally you'd have a big Christmas dinner and a big ham or whatever. Um, we're not big on ham, I make another turkey, so it's basically Thanksgiving two point Uh it's almost an identical meal for us because when it comes to what we eat on those big feasts, uh, it's usually going to be the same thing. It's going to be a, a turkey and, you know, stuffing, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, all of that. We do pretty much the same big feast for every big feast day. We, I mean, we have the same feast for Halloween, which goes back to, you know, coming out of the broom closet. But that's another holiday. But it's, it's funny, but we, you know, I've got to throw all this together again, but because of my being sick recently and that whole two week stretch where I was out of work and injuries and all that stuff going on, normally I would request you will off, even though this year it falls on Friday, but like I would request the day off so we can have our whole, you know, our whole celebration or how we normally do it. But in uh, the case of this year, I just like I, I can't request any time off right now. I can't, especially on a Friday. Like I can't request a day off. So we've decided we're going to go ahead and give out an open presents and do all that stuff. Do the whole presents and 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 all of those sort of early morning festivities. And we're going to do all of that. Uh, Friday morning on Yule morning and we will save our big dinner for, we'll probably do, I think we're going to do it Christmas Eve because you can still go to a store on Christmas Eve if we're missing something, but we'll probably do it Sunday because I'm working Friday night. I'm working Saturday. It's like, I'm going to have a long weekend of work. So it'll be easier to do that Sunday when I, I mean, since I can't do it tomorrow, I don't even know. I have to think about what are we actually going to eat for dinner tomorrow? Like I'm, I have this feeling like I'm just going to throw a pot of beans on or something. Cause it's easy. Um, but yeah, it's with all of that. It's, and you know, I, I seem to keep having excuses or not so much excuses, but things backing me up, keeping me from recording and, and getting the show out. Uh, and this week it pretty much fell on presents. 
we had we we ordered stuff really late, and I think I mentioned uh, last week that we put in this huge order for presents and for everything, and just boxes and boxes of stuff showing up, and like three straight days of Amazon and UPS and and mailman, all this stuff showing up at the house, and just like oh you know two or three deliveries a day, and. That, that just and of course we're just like piling up boxes and just like okay hide them from the boys and we had to open up and say okay what came in you know, okay this is here and this just kind of running down that checklist of okay what we, did we order and where is it and then we had to sit down and start wrapping stuff and we actually started wrapping presents Monday night since I was home and in that, we spent about three hours wrapping presents. And it's not even like we have a lot of things, but it's a lot of little things like books. And I'm going to point out, wrapping books sucks hard. Oh my god, I hate wrapping books. Because you just don't have a lot of material to work with. You know, unless it's like, you know, well, I should say, wrapping children's books because there's a big difference between wrapping the very hungry caterpillar and wrapping a Harry Potter book. But when you're trying to wrap something, you know, like a, a small new standard children's book, uh, like a Maurice Sendek book, and they're not very big, they're not very thick books. So you don't have a lot of like edge space. And I almost feel like I, I, I'm, I'm one of those people that when I wrap presents, I want them to look nice and have nice clean corners and edges and my wife kind of sucks at wrapping gifts she'll admit it she, she'll, she'll openly admit that she sucks at wrapping presents but i get to be kind of a, a wrapping paper i wouldn't say a wrapping paper nazi but i get i get very particular about it. like i want them to look clean i want them to have nice edges and all that and blah, blah, whatever well when it comes to you've got a you know a book that's 20 pages and it's, it's like there's nothing you're like, it's like three millimeters thick and shit. And you're like, fuck, I hate wrapping books. Like, give me a Harry Potter book to wrap just because you can actually, that's like a thumb or so thick. You can wrap that. It's a nice, thick something. But, or, you know, some, when you get those boxes of, with like toys or something, like, and it's got not square corners. I was wrapping one where it basically had alternating. It was like a square corner and then a rounded corner. And then you go to the bottom and it flipped. So like the opposite corners were square and rounded. So you don't have even happy corners to fold in and make nice and neat. And like, And I'm just sitting there having a mild aneurysm over the stupid corners of these boxes. As I'm trying to wrap a fucking toy for... See, I'm not going to say what I what we got them strictly because... They could be hiding outside the door listening. That's the only reason. Because if I, if I describe a red, little red monster that, that talks and stuff and giggles a lot, you know the one. Well, his box sucks. And there's a box for, uh, that uh, had a, a particular uh, Disney mouse with a race car. And the shape of this box was just not square. And it looks square. You pick up the box, well, rectangular. You look, it's got like, looks like it's got square corners. And then when you're actually trying to wrap the thing and you set it down on, cause we got the wrapping paper that had the nice happy grid on the back, which is the best thing in the world. Cause you can make nice, clean, straight lines. It's wonderful. But I set it down. It's like, okay, you line up these squares here in the corner. And then you look and you realize that the edges of the box go off, not only at an angle, very slight. The two sides of the box don't even split off at the same angle. So you've got some sort of wonky, half-drunk trapezoid box. And you cut the paper for a square. Or for a rectangle, whatever. Fuck. And next thing you know, it doesn't quite fit when you're trying to wrap it and close it. Because the you're like... You measured in one direction and now it's like it, your, your edges don't line up. You don't have the corners 
And then they have one of those stupid cutout things on the side, and you're just... I don't mind wrapping presents when they're nice shapes. I think I can wrap a ball better than I can wrap that stupid, drunk trapezoid box. Or a thin book. Again, screw thin books. Uh, And I know there's some people that are like, oh yeah, you just make like a pouch with the paper and that's how you put a book. No, that's cheating. That is cheating. And it looks ugly. I'm just going to say it looks ugly. Um, I've seen it. I've done it way back when I was younger. No. Ugly wrapping sucks. I don't like ugly wrapping. Uh, I'm reminded of a... You ever see the uh, episode of... It was like one of the... Because it was on for like nine years. Family Matters. Where they're wrapping presents. And Carl is the... You know, the dad is sitting there wrapping. And he just sucks at wrapping presents. And it's just a complete mess. It's one of those where he just kind of, you know, bunches it all up and just kind of like hog ties it with a tape. And, 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 and Urkel is standing there watching this travesty of rapping. And Carl's just like, like, you know, presents are, are like people. Like they're what's on the, what's on the inside that counts. <laughs> uh, at which point Steve simply replies, I'm like, no. It's like, presents are like fish. Wrap them badly and they stink. <laughs> And I realized this was a really lame story, but I love that joke. And that, that line has always stuck with me. Not like it's my, my uh, present wrapping mantra, but it's a good point. <laughs> my wife wraps presents. Her wrapping and cutting skills are much more similar to Carl's and mine are much more like Steve. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. And then while we're wrapping presents, we're wrapping presents basically on the bed. And if you've ever wrapped presents on a bed, it is basically the single worst surface in the history of the world to try and wrap presents on because it's soft. And in our case, we have, we have a, a tuft and needle mattress, which is if you've heard of like Casper and tuft and needle, it's it one of those like bed in a box, like it comes super compressed foam, like high density foam mattress things. So it's extra soft. And when you've got two people sitting on a bed and it's extra soft and you got all these just trying to wrap a thing and you kind of need a flat surface, it's not a pleasant surface. Um, I gave up and got down on the floor. I was like, all right, as much as carpet sucks, it's better than wrapping a, on a bed. And I just, <laughs> I, I, I regretted that if only because getting up and down and up and down with getting moving stuff and it's like okay here's the done pile and here's the okay here grab another thing and wrap and do all that stuff cutting the paper and doing all that stuff and being hunched over because of course you're hunched over because we're not working on a big lifted table uh like you see in like stores and stuff where they wrap and it's up on a big table and it's nice and you got the nice like a cutter and slides through and it's magic um no i'm sitting there I, i actually pulled out one of my knives and just was like it's like, you know what? The scissors are a pain. I can at least take my knife and just go through it. Like it might not be the best looking line, but it's cleaner and faster than the scissors. But of course, again, back on the floor, still healing, by the way. And I thought it would be a good idea to see what my pain level is without the meds. So Monday, wrapping gifts, it's by this point, it's like eight, nine o'clock at night. I haven't taken any pain meds since about six o'clock Sunday. And by that point I was feeling it and it was more, I was feeling it because of all the up and down and, and getting short of breath and whole chest and whole body was achy. And, and that's after like we had a road trip, like the, my weekend was crap before that I was just drained, you know, from a work perspective, my tech on Saturday called out. So I had a bunch of work that I had to do solo, which is loading and unloading equipment and everything out of the van and doing all this stuff that's meant for two people by myself. So my body was not happy about that. On Sunday, we had to take a trip down to Tucson to take you know, fundraiser stuff and, and visit my mom and my sister, which is a lot of driving and dry, long drives don't agree with me hurts my back and right now you know breathing and all that. yeah it wasn't the funnest time 
at least as far as like the driving and, uh, you know, pain. So all of that and my dumb ass doesn't take any meds after that. So Monday I was pretty achy doing all this and we actually ended up calling it quits. We we're like, no, nah, we'll finish it later, which turned into me having to finish wrapping presents the last two days. But all of this wrapping and, and everything is kind of like, okay, this is one more thing during my day I have to be doing. Plus the boys are on like a short schedule this week. So they've been getting out of school early, which means no sleep. And I've had actually had quite, I've been getting home in the four, four thirty range in the mornings. It's just, oh, I'm just so beat right now. Body achy and all this. And then still got, you know, I still got three more days of work. And I, I still don't know, like, because like, obviously we're going to be, our office is closed for uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, which is Sunday and Monday. Well, those are my regular days off. <laughs> hey, everybody else is getting these extra fancy days. I'm nope, just my regular old day. That's just when I was going to be off anyway. Um, and the same thing for New Year's, uh, because it's on Christmas and New Year's are exactly a week apart. Uh, we're going to be closed. Our office will be closed next Sunday and Monday and everybody will be off, but it's my regular days off anyway. So, uh, never mind that next Saturday is my birthday, but again, much like taking Yule, I can't go and request the day off when I've just been off so much. It's like, I need every day and every hour I can get, but yeah, that's, that's kept me from, that's, pushed me behind and even like right now like I, I still had to finish wrapping more presents and stuff and then we were still under the threat of what's a threat threat's the bad word of when I knew that were there were gifts coming from my dad and there have been times in the past where they didn't wrap them and so we were like crap it's like if they don't wrap them we have to and they they always spoil the boys they always send lots of stuff for the boys. And I was like, if they don't wrap them, we've got to get all this wrapped. And crap, if they don't, that's going to be a lot. <laughs> but they, they, I was, I was lucky. Uh, everything came in wrapped. Uh, they always send like stockings and stuff for the boys too, full of candy and junk that they inevitably, it's like we, you know, get it separated out and it's like, no, you're not going to eat all this candy today. Stick it up on a shelf and then go up and look in the shelf later and it's all gone. Uh, but that's, that's my boys. They just like stealing candy and whatnot. But yeah, that, that's what's going on with me this week going into Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I like Christmas time. I do. I like the holidays. Uh, it's, it's a very busy time at work, but it, I like the holidays overall. It's a, it's a f nice time. I like you know, the, the look on the boys' faces when they open gifts. And I think this year they're really, we're going to have some great moments this year with the gifts the boys are going to get. Uh, but I, I like, I like those moments. Like you just see those AFV videos where, you know, kid opens up a, a Christmas present and just has that crazy excited moment. I think we're going to have some of those this year, <laughs> but. It's going to be fun, and but man, is it, it just takes everything from the parent side of it. It takes everything out of you. Oh, man. But that is all of my ramblings of, of, of holiday week. <laughs> Let's take a break, and I will be back with some weird Christmas news stuff. Not I hate Bex. What's that? Movie trailers. Seriously, we go to the movies, we pay a shit ton of money to go and actually see the movie, and then I've got to wait 10, 15 minutes to watch like seven or eight trailers for movies, some of them I don't give a shit about, some of them I do, but I've seen them like 18 times on YouTube already. I don't want to see it, just play the goddamn movie! But isn't that what this is? What? Isn't this like a, you know, like a trailer for our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, that we try and do every single week? that you can find on Spreaker and iTunes, or you can check out on garrisrandomramblings.space.
You know what? I love trailers. They're the best. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly across the wire. It's Gareth. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Tip 43. When attending the cinema with your good friends or significant other, don't assume anyone else has any interest in what you have to say. So, always remember... Whisper, fuckface! It's not rocket science! For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favourite podcast app. And now, some Christmas news. And like I said before, sometimes I kind of stretch these. But this one, to start off, I think I'm just, I'm going to try and take it from what do you do at Christmas? And one of the first things you do when the Christmas season starts is you put up your Christmas lights, right? Some people, I think, in my family, we actually used to put up our Christmas lights when I was a kid on Thanksgiving Day. That's basically what, you know, when the turkey went in, because Thanksgiving, really, when you were doing a whole bird, it takes three, four hours or whatever. Well, the rest of the stuff doesn't take three or four hours. So you've got a gap of time. And say if, you know, one probably like mom's in the kitchen doing stuff and whatever, dad's outside putting up Christmas lights. That was the tradition. Well, a man in England has been using the same Christmas lights that his mother purchased 48 years ago. And according to him, he has never had to change a bulb. Yeah. So, this guy, he's 38. Uh, he says his mom bought a single strand of, of Christmas lights back in 1969. For back at the time, it was a three pounds uh, British, which, as they said, for inflation, it was about fifty-eight bucks in in you know in currently. Um. So, yeah, he's he said, you know, these essentially ancient, you know, forty-eight-year-old original lights still work. He says he basically he keeps them permanently on a kind of a little plastic tree. He only ever turns them on if he's in the room. He's he constantly checks on them to make sure they're still working. Um, but you know he doesn't wear he doesn't let them run down basically. But apparently they've officially they've run about thirty thousand hours. Yeah, damn, they're, that's way beyond the the lifespan of any light bulb that I know of. Um, that's it. And that's just crazy. He's really hoping to get to, you know, two more years and he, he wants to get to 50 years. Uh, he, he knows eventually they're going to start dying, but it's, it's, it's still a cool little thing. Now, of course, it's entirely on his word that they're 50 year old or 48 year old lights and he's never had to change bulb, but still damn <laughs> way to go. You know, old ingenuity. Of course, now that you've got the Christmas lights up and everything, you need to start looking for presents because you got to start shopping early because you know how the lines get and every all the good presents are gone really quick. Well, what if you got something really original? You know, I'm, and you know, it used to be, especially when I was a kid, you know, the big thing like what do you get and you watch Toy Story. What's the big present? At, at holidays, a puppy. Well, how do you one up a puppy? How about a micro cow? There's an Iowa farmer is selling, well, he breeds and sells micro cows that only grow to be about the size of a large dog. Um, and apparently, like, micro cows have been a thing, and they're, they're, it's not like some weird abnormality thing. It's totally a thing that have been around for a while. And, you know, that 
that basically this guy just found out about them, thought they were great, and started breeding them. Well, through the course of you know selective breeding, and really, he's managed to get his uh, herd down to the thirty to thirty-six inch fully grown height. So you've got a herd of cattle that are smaller than some dogs, and he's and I'll uh, I'll have the picture up. He's got a shot of one of his cows next to a mastiff, which let's be fair, a mastiff is a huge dog. And he's got another next to a standard size bull, but the cow is smaller than the, the dog. So, you know, and I know some people have pigs and that's great, but wouldn't, that's just, that's a whole, that's a Christmas present. That tops a dog. I think a micro cow, you know, I think, I think they were like a grand, which all things considered for a cow, thousand dollars ain't a bad deal. I'm sure it will eat you out of house and home because it's still a cow and you've got to have the space for that. But still, it's a cow. I'm just going to say, I think cow beats dog. That's just as far as, you know, Christmas present pets go. Cow beats dog. So now that you've got your lights up and you got the, the, your cow picked out, well, ladies, you got to get dressed up because, you know, Christmas dinner and all. So, what's the newest trend in in Christmas uh, fancying up? Christmas eyebrows. Yep. So, here the... Uh, I don't know how to describe this. Christmas tree eyebrows. They basically like gel or or wax the eyebrows out to kind of shape them like a tree with like the branches and everything. And they kind of feather them out to like make little tree branch things. And then they glue little jewels and crap onto it to look like ornaments. And the and the one picture I see she's got little stars on the corners for the top of the tree because oh how cute you've got really stupid eyebrow things i don't get all these eyebrow trends there were all these other weird like the hell you know maintain them if you have a unibrow trim it you know if you have you know martin scorsese eyebrows and it doesn't really work for you, trim them. You know, maintain your stuff, but you don't need to glue jewels and crap and little stars into your eyebrows. Who thinks that looks good, really? I mean, yeah, it's a novelty, and yes, it's basically the the eyebrow equivalent of ugly sweaters, but I think it's a lot more of a commitment to glue shit to your face than to put on an ugly sweater. At least those are kind of, they're, they're like ironically cool. I don't even know what that means when they say, oh, it's, you're wearing this t-shirt ironically. No. You think, you're just being dumb. It's an ugly sweater. Why are you wearing this ugly sweater? Because it's a funny thing to do. I personally don't own any sweaters, and I sure as hell don't own any ugly Christmas sweaters, but that's because I have shame. But... Yeah, you're not going to see, never mind the fact that I'm a guy, but you're never going to see me uh, have a Christmas tree eyebrows because what the hell. <sighs> but now that you're all dressed up and you got your fancy eyebrows on, uh, let's move on to dinner. A 41-year-old woman has said that she intends to use her dead mother's ashes for turkey stuffing. Yeah. Gross. Um, yeah, there, there's no two ways around it. That's that's just kind of gross. Um, this woman, I mean, she had her gram her mom's ashes in a bag, I guess, and I don't know what the hell compelled this woman to taste the ashes, but that's what she did. And she's like, oh, it's kind of salty, but 
I feel so much closer to mom now. You're loony. Um, you need help. But now she plans on mixing mom's ashes into the stuffing in the bird for her Christmas dinner. And so that she can eat all of her mother's ashes. So she can forever have her mother as a part of her. Like one, that's not how uh, your body and digestion works. Um, two, that'll probably get, it's probably going to make her sick as hell. And three, um, gross. Does this count as cannibalism? I'm just, just, you know, for, for technical purposes, does this count as cannibalism? Because she's, you know, she might be all burnt up in ashes, but she's basically eating her mom. Well, not basically, she's completely, she's eating her mom. Um, so is this, is it still cannibalism if she's all burnt up in ashes? Either way, um, I think this woman might need to see a therapist or 12. But, yeah, gross. Uh, and, you know, uh, if you if you were able to eat um, mom's ashes stuffing, well, now it's time to sit down and watch, you know, those good old-fashioned uh, Christmas specials. And what's more, you know, iconic of a Christmas special than Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Oh, shit. People have made it political. Because that's the world we live in now. <laughs> um, yeah, there's basically this movement of people who seem to just want to make everything some sort of a political thing and look into shit and say, oh, this this whole thing is, it's really a metaphor for this, or it's a metaphor for that. And, like, no, they just made up a fucking story. Well, in this case, they've, there are, there's tons of this crap going on. There's one group of people that are saying <clears throat> that it's basically a story about how it's, it's only good to be different if your difference can be exploited by the people who, who torment you, uh, you know, they said, Oh, well, if Santa actually cared so much about, you know, naughty kids and naughty behavior, shouldn't he have, you know, stopped the bullies? Like, no, because he didn't have anything to benefit from stopping. Like, and then other people are saying, Oh, well, it's actually about being gay. And because male reindeers lose their antlers before winter and females keep theirs in sp until spring. And so all of the reindeer that were actually part of the sleigh team were actually women and they're just concealing that. And all it's like, really people? It's like you're, you're overanalyzing this or saying that Rudolph is a, a trans icon. It's like, no, it's a fucking a claymation reindeer. People, it's not, these are not deep thoughts. <laughs> it's a children's thing from fucking, what that, 64. 1964. People didn't put that much shit into children's stuff, especially, like, they're especially not going to make a gay statement in 1964. Another person said that the whole story promoted bullying, and it was, you know, a, a you know, the the viewpoint was a sign of the Obama era and blah blah. blah. Like, oh, all these f fucking snowflake people. And considering it's a you know Christmas story, suddenly snowflake is a great uh, characteristic. But yeah, all these damn snowflake people who are trying to look so deep into it's fucking Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It's like yeah, they treated him like shit. Yeah, you can interpret whatever the hell you want out of it, but that's. It's whatever the hell you're trying to read into it. It's like so many things, your personal prejudices and your personal, you know, stick up your butt and you got to, you know, I'm sure if you look at it in, in a hundred different ways, you can probably interpret a lot of different shit. It's just a fucking cartoon. Let it be a cartoon. Stop thinking so much about it because if you see all this negative stuff, You've got a negative mind. That's it. That's how brains work. Okay? You're not going to see all the negative shit if you don't have a mind looking for negative shit. You're trying to find something to 
Like, if you don't like Rudolph, you don't like Rudolph. That's it. You don't have to say it's racist or it promotes bullying or or that it's got a gay agenda or anything like that. Just say, eh, I don't really like Rudolph. Whatever. I don't like Rudolph because the sound effect they use when his nose lights up gives me a migraine. Great. Fine. Ah, don't politicize crap. Just let a thing be a thing. Ah, people. Alright. I'm going to take one more promo break here, and I'll be right back with my list of uh, holiday-themed episodes that I think you should check out. What up? This is Dina Marie, the host of the Twisted Philly podcast. There's more mischief, mayhem, and nefarious goings-on in the city of brotherly love than Billy Penn could have ever imagined. We've got it all here on the Twisted Philly podcast. True crime, haunted history, the coolest and creepiest places to visit. Welcome Welcome to to Twisted Twisted Philly. You don't have to be from Philadelphia or Pennsylvania for that matter to get into this show. You just need to like some seriously weird, twisted shit. Plus, listening to me gush about the places I love to go, the history I love to tell, and the really sick, twisted crimes we've had going on here since back in the Victorian era. So come sit a spell with me in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. You can find me on iTunes and all the other major podcast apps. Mysteries, conspiracies, weird history, and the unexplained. A new topic each week. So join me, Curse the Mole Man, as we crack open a beer and maybe have a few laughs as we explore the weird and the strange of the Couch Potato Files. Check out a new episode every Friday at thecouchpotatofiles.com. So, like I said... And, and, and instead of doing a regular recommended listening feature, I'm going to kind of run through a few shows that I listen to that are all doing kind of not your usual uh, holiday episodes. A lot of them are actually covering a lot of the same material. But, you know, every, if you listen to any podcast, you know that two people can cover the same thing in a completely different way. And so, uh, you know, a spoiler alert, every promo I've played today also had uh, is on this list but let's go ahead and just we'll just run it backwards from where i just did let's start with uh, my surprise motherfucker's brother uh chris the mole man on the couch potato files he's actually like kind of a lot of people he actually did uh two of them uh, last week he did kind of a story on well he's kind of like he does um he went over a lot of holiday themed monsters and creatures and and demons and 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 things that are kind of the the more monstrous side of the holiday season and this week's episode which is actually his last for the for the year he did uh, a story about when uh, nasa kind of picked up supposedly santa claus on 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 radar and <clears throat> And has a bunch of uh, Christmas stories read by other podcasters. Because for as, as much of a redheaded stepchild as he is, he actually really, you know, he has a soft spot for holidays and stuff. Um, going back, Dina Marie from Twisted Philly, uh, she kind of did the same thing. Uh, not so much the same stories, but she did, last week, she did Krampus. And because Philadelphia apparently is like this first major U.S. city to really just uh, uh, embrace Krampus. Uh, basically, the, the anti-clause He's the one who shows up at the beginning of December to punish all of the naughty kids, if you haven't heard the story. And in, in Philly, they've, they've, they've just really, there's parades and festivals and all that, And people just love Krampus in Philly. And this week she did, uh, basically she kind of has her, here's all of, because the show is so Philadelphia based and it's kind of focused on that. 
So she did, like she did last year, kind of her list of here's events in Philadelphia to check out. So if you are in the Philly area or you're going to be there, you're visiting family or whatever, um, she did kind of goes over different events and different holiday things. Um, so you check that out. Uh, Twisted Philly. Let's see, running down uh, Hysteria 51, which is kind of a conspiracy theory. And I don't remember if I've talked about them yet. Um, Hysteria 51. There, this week they did Krampus, like so many others, because since the movie came out a few years ago, it was kind of just been the thing. It was like Krampus, it suddenly put more attention on Krampus. So, History 51, their holiday show about Krampus. Uh, the Countdown movie and TV reviews. Yes, I'm, I'm kind of flying through them. I haven't listened to the Hysteria 51 one yet. I'm, I'm still getting caught up on so many podcasts right now. Um, Hysteria 51 did Krampus uh, Countdown movie and TV review uh, for their last one of, well, kind of before they get into their end of year stuff, before they're doing their big end of year countdowns, they decided they're this week they're doing uh, their top 10 Christmas movies. Which I'm kind of surprised they haven't done before when they're at 140 plus episodes, I think. That's a lot of movies to not have done a Christmas movie countdown by now. Uh, I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam has, they've basically been, the whole month of December, it feels like they've been talking Christmas stuff. Whether it's because they work in retail, so they were like, they've been talking Christmas since Black Friday start be again they work in retail so they're talking about the you know how much they hate people at black friday and how that all progresses and it's, it's been really fun uh like i think the most recent one is can the season just be over um they went through talking about their favorite christmas movies their least favorite christmas movies and songs and toys and and all it's like so much silly you know and you know who's you know cr- uh, doing the DIY Christmas presents and, and who's more crafty and, and giving away Christmas cards and all, all the craziness and in, in a way that really only they can do. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Ah, uh, Gareth's random ramblings. Here's another one that's been basically running this for a while. Uh, Gareth and Bex have been doing a 12 days of Christmas kind of a music challenge. Um, I unfortunately have not been able to get caught up on it. I know they're, they're not especially long, but again, I'm really backed up on stuff. So Gareth and Bex have been doing the, the kind of a, every day they've been doing a 12 days of Christmas music challenge thing and, you know, kind of putting their list together. And of course you're supposed to go and vote who has the better picks and all that stuff. So that's, that's, I've, I've heard a couple of them and it's been fun. It's because it's always fun to listen to, to Gareth and Beck's, uh, bickering and, you know, anytime you have people making, you know, selections and like, oh no, my pick is this and my pick is that. Then you get the discussion, you know, fancy words, discussion over <laughs> what the, uh, subject matter is. So and that's always fun. And the last one I'm going to uh, mention is Poplar Cove, which again, I don't remember if I featured them yet or not, but I think I'm saving it for when season two starts. But Poplar Cove, which is a very dystopian, it's, it's a, it's one of those kind of drama shows. It's it's a fictional, uh, like uh, audio drama type thing. But it's very HP Lovecraft, so it's talking about the old gods and Cthulhu and all that, all that's like, you know, lots of supernaturally creepy, weird, silly, funny stuff. But they actually just this week dropped their Christmas special, which was kind of nice because they've been on break. Their season ended quite a while back, and so it was kind of nice to get something new from them. But it was really fun, and it's, uh, you know. And talking like in, in Poplar Cove where you get a Christmas wish and shit comes true, you know, stuff like that. And just the, the characters in Poplar Cove are, are their characters. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I thoroughly enjoyed getting to listen to that. And I'm sure, and I know I'm missing, there's a ton of other 
holiday episodes for a lot of different shows, but I don't listen to those. These are currently, if I haven't already listened to them, they are currently, I'm, I will probably get through everything on this list, except maybe Gareth's 12 Days of Christmas um, in the next couple of days at work. But yeah, it's, it. I, I, I like the more, you know, well, it goes without saying, I, I like the more twisted, uh, weird sort of stuff. You know, I don't care to hear your, your standard Christmas episodes. Just like this isn't a standard Christmas episode with all the weird ass news stuff I had and everybody's talking Krampus and, and, and Christmas demons. So it's, yeah, but you should check those shows out. Um, running right back, run through, cause I'm, I'm not running on two computers today. So you might, you, I'm sure you keep hearing me click back and forth. Um, uh, Couch Potato Files, Twisted Philly, uh, Hysteria 51, The Countdown Movie and TV Review, I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam, uh, Gareth's Random Ramblings, and I'm not sure if the 12 Days of Christmas thing is actually on the standard Gareth's Random Ramblings feed, so I will have the links up for all of these too, and then uh, Poplar Cove, uh, all the links for all of these, I'm going to say it. If you are one of those people that really actually reads the show notes and goes in and gets to the links and stuff, it's going to be late. I'm not going to be able to get to it. Um, possibly it may be a day, maybe two days. It's just, um, again, all of the, uh, holiday preparations have me behind on this stuff. So, uh, be patient and I will have all of that up in the next day or two. Um, It'll definitely be up before Christmas if you want to fill your your Christmas podcast listening with all of these fun shows. But I think that is going to do it for me this week. Remember, you can subscribe to the show and get all the past episodes by going to odddadout.blogspot.com. Whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, wherever, and <clears throat> while you're while you're doing that little subscribing bit, leave me a review because I'd love to hear from you. I want to hear what you think, good or bad. It's I just want to know. Um, you can always follow me on Facebook or Twitter at odddadout, or just email me odddadout at gmail.com. And it may be too late to get something for Christmas, but if you want to get me a birthday present, how about you order yourself some Odd Dad Out gear while you're over there. Just click the little Odd Dad Out gear tab right there up at the top. Get yourself a hoodie. It's getting cold out. Maybe a a coffee mug, because, you know, you could put lots of hot cocoa in there, too. Because that would be awesome for me if you bought some stuff. And also, and I just like people to have my stuff. What the hell? But until next time, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, or, you know, have a nice Monday to you. <laughs> and I will see you next week. <laughs>